Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Your Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. As always, I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, we got Luke with us. Oh, wait, it's me, Molly, we got Luke with us. Sorry, I got mixed up. I I remember being in a, a beautiful garden, and then I was back at my campfire, and there's, there's my memories are both immediately within... Yeah, the, the feelings are still there, but the, the, the memories themselves are just beyond my grasp. I was wondering if we were going to get this or if you were going to be like, do you two know about Project Blue Book? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those are pretty much the options. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you know about Project Green Book? It's about making a kind of really bad uh, movie by the dude who made Stuck Together into an Oscar winner. a story based winner. on a true friendship. <laughs> it's about the ra- about the guy's racist dad, and about how he solved racism because he was with a black guy. <laughs> Dude, I love how often racism gets solved. Yeah, you would think one of these would stick. You think? No, it hasn't stick. What are you talking about? Racism's over. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. I did hear about that. Anyway. Anyway. I Luke, got this- what are you doing? Well, I just got this weird tattoo of, like, a nuclear hazard symbol on my neck now. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, who could say? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what have I been doing? I've been playing a lot of Guilty Gear, but I got nothing to say about Guilty Gear I ain't already said. It's a good fucking game. It's a good fucking game. Uh, Nagoriyuki's still just great. He's just a vampire samurai. He's a vampire samurai. He's He's got a blood rage game meter and i don't know what else you want out of a video game than that he's got a huge sword he's got a huge sword that if you max out his meter the sword gets even longer (laughs) he um he can summon a clone of himself he can and throw it at you yeah that's fucked up yeah it's it's a good time um this is not like new but i haven't talked about it so yes it is uh, for a couple of weeks now, me and Chelsea have been going through, uh, Cardcaptor Sakura. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I fucking loved that show when I was, like, ten, and it's really learning just how much they butchered it when they brought it to America the first time. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, like, I looked up the episode list, they cut, like, two-thirds of the episodes. Wow. Uh, they started at, like... Episode 5 and episode 1, the what sets up the premise of the show, is edited in as a flashback sequence for the season finale. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, and, like, the big thing is that, like, the American dub version of, like, Card Captors, not Card Captor Sakura, really tried to make it, like, an action-adventure show, and, like... 
that's in there, but it is one part of it. There's a lot. That show is a weird energy. It is really mellow for like what you might think of as like, oh, we're gonna go on adventures and like find some cards. No, we're, we'll do that sometimes, but like the rest of the time, we're just gonna like hang out at school and like try to bake a cake good. Yeah, the vibes yeah. are great. Yeah, uh huh. It's just just kids hanging out. We've definitely gotten a few months where we're like, oh my god, they're like 15 minutes into this episode and they have not even talked about magic cards yet. Oh, no, there was a card right at the end and they caught it and there wasn't really like a fun like fight or any... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, having fun with it. It's just very different from how I remembered it because... Like, it's definitely not Sailor Moon. It's not Sailor Moon at all. Yeah, no. Um, And also like... For whatever reason, it feels like a lot of people are revisiting Card Captor uh, recently. So I've seen a lot of people talking about. There's some real weird shit in that show. Yeah, yeah. you know, not not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, a lot of shit has bad shit in it. That's, that doesn't make it uniquely terrible, but I still do not like it when like basically every romance on that show is between a child and an adult. No, it's not great. It's not good. No. Yeah. And, like, the the one lady that acts like it's fucked up that Sakura's mom was a high schooler who married her teacher uh, is treated as, like, ridiculous and, like, annoying because she thinks that's bad. Well, you know. You, you just don't get it. They were in love. Yeah. They keep fucking... Mm. There is, like, a an elementary school girl in Sakura's class who just keeps having weird, like... Star-strucken looks at her teacher, who just kind of like looks at her and like, ooh. I looked it up because I got tired of like the tension of it. Uh huh. In the manga, he gives her an engagement ring so they can get married as soon as she becomes an adult. In the anime, they just heavily imply that they're gonna that there's a romantic angle there without ever getting into it. Which I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild. Better than them dating when she's ten. Yeah. But yeah. Pedophilia aside, fun show. Yeah. 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 I, have no, I have no way to follow that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> show kind of bangs, though. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I, I, you know, big fan of Kiro. He's a good, funny little guy. Uh, I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've stated my uh, story about uh, Cardcaptor Sakura and how I wanted the like her like rod as a kid. Oh yeah, and my mom wouldn't let me get it because it was a girl's toy. Oh, yeah. What are you fucking gay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a friend that had a deck of the cloud cards, and I wanted it so bad. I did have... I, I, she let me get the book of all the cards, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Books are non-gendered. Right. Yes. Everyone knows that. Uh-huh. Well, you see, the the rod is pink and the book is red, so... Right. Yeah, yeah, so it's all good. Uh, yeah. Okay, anything else, Luke? That's about it for me. Okay, Ashley, what you been doing? Uh, I've mainly just been uh, playing... Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, like right. I, I mentioned last week that I downloaded it, and 
it's just kind of really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, no, I really like it. I really am having a lot of fun with it. Again, pretty simple roguelike, but I, I will enjoy one of those. Definitely. For sure. Uh, and then I've been... So I, a while ago, had a donated or backed the Mystery Science Theater Kickstarter. Mm. Uh, and they're like finally like putting out stuff from the new season and launching their website. So I was like, I should check that out. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did pay I, for it. I did, yeah, pay uh, partly for it. And so I've been watching a bunch of Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's just... That show is just extremely my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it is something that I very much grew up on and helped shape my humor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. it It's kind of like one of those things where it's like I totally get why some people aren't huge into it. But it's like... Right. Oh, this is just like... Fused into my being. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I get that. I'm yeah. kind of that way with like Weird Al these days. Where like I don't actually, I don't know how funny I think Weird Al is as an adult, but also I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I still think that I still find Mystery Science Theater funny. No, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with Weird Al, it's more like I, that guy should just do whatever he wants to. Yeah, <laughs> he should. Yeah. He's deserved this. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do I, I think that wa- movie looks all that funny? Not really. Am I going to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the part where Daniel Radcliffe is chugging bourbon on stage. Yes. Because, like, ah, yes, I see where the joke is with this. <laughs> right. Just weird out, shirtless and ripped. Yeah. But uh, one of the ones I watched that I hadn't watched before was the... Magic Voyage of Sinbad. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is a uh communist like you know, USSR movie. Okay. Not originally about Sinbad. <laughs> oh, I see. Interesting. Yes. Um uh, and it was like yeah, based on this like opera uh, about this like poet who traveled the world. And then, yeah, uh, American company just took it because for a while you didn't have to get cop like get rights from stuff that was from the Soviet Union. Oh, sure. Because they didn't respect our copyright rights, so uh-huh. they're just like, yeah, give it. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's also why in a lot of like early Simpsons you'll find you'll see like Russian music and stuff because oh this was all just free mm-hmm. uh and yeah they just recast it yeah you know, like they, re- they redubbed it and it's just all of these white people but now it's sinbad and they're meeting greek gods okay it's yeah, just that like happens. yeah like a, a total hodgepodge but it it actually like looked amazing and was like, had enough really weird shit going on that it's like, oh, this is, like, fun to co- talk about, but also, like, not boring to, like, 
Because, you know, you got your Manoses, you got your kind of, like, famous ones that are famously bad for Mystery Science Theater. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those, even though they are funny in stretches, do get boring. Yeah, that's my thing with Mystery Science Theater is like, oh boy, your jokes are not enough to save this movie. Like, so for me, there's always that kind of, like, the sweet spot of movie that is good enough to like propel or like good enough or interesting enough to like keep you in like engaged uh-huh and then the jokes are like on top of that okay yeah 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 but um, also manos has the mystery science theater joke that i think of the most which is uh every frame of this movie looks like someone's last known photograph <laughs> It's just like a really like, yep, yeah, no, that's exactly what this looks like. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, so I, I was just rewatching all, all of those. A uh, lot from the new season, which uh, my first watch was kind of like, eh, this, yeah, this is fine. And like now, like looking back, like they actually had some really great episodes. Yeah. Uh, there's one where uh, a young boy befriends uh, a Sasquatch. Okay. And they just have. A lot of stock footage of animals. Great. And also, like, his dad's a park ranger, and he'll be like, well, that coyote is not supposed to be in these woods. It must have, you know, was like... And then he's like, I'll take care of that later. <laughs> it's like, no, take care of it now. <laughs> yeah, I think all the, the MSC3Ks, I remember were more like the shorts that they would do yeah like the fucking no springs one no springs yeah uh hired is one of my favorites i accuse my parents that might have been a full length one actually that was a full length episode yeah 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 and also the weirdness of the mo- that the fact that they did a movie and the movie was shorter than all the episodes <laughs> right um, and yeah, they, I haven't watched any of the uh, new things that they've done. Uh, they've, like, put out, like, I think one or two episodes for uh, people who backed it on Kickstarter. Oh, sure. Uh, but one of the first ones they are doing is Robot Jocks. Great. Which is a fucking incredible movie. <laughs> <laughs> You gotten into like over the years, like a riff tracks or a, uh, say, like I, a cinematic Titanic. Yeah, I've been to a few riff track shows and I've downloaded some of their. I got some of their like commentaries, mm-hmm. but that one like has the mystery science theater is the only one that I have like the like the thing that nerds do where it's like, well, obviously the blah 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 era is better than the <laughs> right. Um. Where I have, like, extremely hard, like, this is, like, who is best. (laughs) And the guy I like the least, although still has some really great episodes, is the guy in charge of Rift Tracks. So I'm just like, Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe a bit too many jokes about, like, haha, these people are gay for my liking. (laughs) Ah, sure. Which, yeah, again... Speaking of old things that have some dodgy stuff in them. Right. Uh, yeah, they... I did watch, they did, like, a reaction stream of one of their, like, episodes, and... Uh, 
uh, all of them were just like, oh, yeah, this is, like, this, this bit we're doing is just racist as shit. Yeah. Like, we thought we were being, like, subversive and funny, but no. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically what I did. And also, we watched The Goonies. Heck yeah. How's how's the Goonies? Uh, that's just a, like, a kid's movie that is always going to kind of win my heart. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, childhood classic for me. I'll be honest, I don't know why I reflexively said heck yeah, because I have no affection or, like, dislike of the Goonies. I have a absolute zero opinion about it. Yeah. The Goonies simply exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's a movie that I definitely see the flaws to. Right. Uh, it Like, I was talking to Molly, but it's kind of, like, in the same class as, like, Hook to me. Oh, sure. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I definitely understand that these... That, like, there's a tons of these movies and that this may not be the best one of those. Right. But this one works for me, partly because, you know, just the alchemic, you know, like, all the things combined you know, work for me, and also just because I saw it as a kid a bunch. Yeah. And then, uh, part of the reason why we watched it is because, uh, Kihei Kwan is in it. As oh, Data. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, who... I, I was talking with a friend afterwards, but, like, not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, the, the truffle shuffle is still, like, it's the thing that has... It was never good. It has only aged worse. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I watched about 40% of the Goonies uh, in a auto mechanic waiting room while they were working on my car. And that's all I've seen of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I, I listened to a bit of the commentary, which is the director and all of the kids, like, but 20 years later, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And one of the kids is Corey Feldman, who I think is, like, a bad person. Uh-huh. But also, like, classic kids actor who grew up and, like, got really hard into drugs and just being weird as shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has a line about how Sean Astin's family is uh, hiding a bunch of cocaine and heroin. Also, you know, kids movie from the 80s. Right. Opens up with a, a fake suicide. They, at one point, they threaten to shove a kid's hand in a blender. Mm-hmm. Multiple shots of dead bodies with uh, bolt holes in them. Yeah, the 80s were wild. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, PG movie. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, and in the commentary, yeah, Cor- like, Corey Feldman was just like, it's weird that I'm the only one who talks about heroin and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone was like, yeah! (laughs) Like you said it, not us. (laughs) But yeah, it's just the kind of dumb kids movie that works on me. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's got the classic girly girl and tomboy character uh, that I will die for always. Of course. Molly. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, you know how I said that if I was gonna buy a video game, it would be Stranger Paradise. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so about I did that. that and I beat it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I heard from the achievements that you beat it again. Well, that's what it said, <laughs> but I did only. 
I did only beat the first mission on the hard difficulty, and it gave me the achievement for beating the game. Great. Uh, which might be an intentional joke. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> hard to say. Um, that game's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, uh, you're having a good time. Yeah, it's a great time. I'm still playing it because the um, it's the the harder difficulties like New Game Plus basically. Sure. Um, and they like add more levels to each class or whatever. So, uh, it's pretty fun. A lot of there's like eight or nine different weapons you get to play with, and uh, it's a good time. Fun, fun little action game. Um, I think that story is nonsense. Doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> uh, it, no matter what anybody tells you about it. <laughs> There's people there's people who like it and people who think it's smart and you know I don't but okay. <laughs> it's very silly. I'll give you right. that like it's fun. Um yeah, I've I've heard that it's uh, an anti-JRPG masking as a JRPG that becomes a JRPG masking mask- as an yeah, anti-JRPG. Yeah, you can hear you can find stuff like that online. Yeah, people say stuff <laughs> like that. You can find a lot of things online. Yeah, if you look hard enough, you can find anything out there. You can read that review, or you can look at pornography. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the breadth of the experience of the internet. Yeah. Those are the two things you can do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm still playing that. It's a good time. Um, great, to, great to waste a couple hours on at night, uh, and you get to punch stuff a lot. And you know I love that. I do know I this I do know you. that you love this. Um, I have to start Prey at some point here, I guess. That's still early in the month. I'll be fine. But <laughs> uh, That game's like 30 hours or something. Is it that long? That's what I read. Huh. I, every every month I go to how long to beat to decide how many weekends I'll need to beat the game. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. If I'm just jumping through it, it might be faster. Might be slower. I don't know. Yeah. Main story and pray sixteen hours. It says. Oh, is that what it says? Okay, yeah. well, maybe I Main read the wrong thing. Main plus extra twenty eight hours. Okay, that's probably so, what I. For you, it'll be about ten. Yeah, about uh-huh. ten. Yeah. That's Banging like a, day, that's like a day's work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not that I like play games really fast. It's I just do one thing for a long time per day. <laughs> right. Which I guess is kind of the same thing. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. I haven't done much else. Um, I've been working. That's that's what I do with my spare time. I'm going to watch baseball tomorrow, so I'm excited. Hell about yeah! That. Or I think I'm gonna go watch baseball tomorrow. You know how many calls I've taken from people who are like, I have COVID this week. Ugh. Enough to make me go, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Enough to make me go. Maybe I shouldn't go out again. I mean, it's. You're outside. It is outside. That is part of the thing. I do have to take the train to get there, though. Eh. The light rail. Can you get, like, a scuba tank so you're not breathing the same air as anybody else? Oh, no. I don't think so. No, I don't just think saying, they'd let me take that in there. We've had all these histrionics about masks. I feel like we need to start mandating scuba tanks. You think we can upgrade? Yeah. Yeah, we could probably do it better. They didn't give us our fucking checks. They should spend that money on scuba tanks for on everybody. Scuba tanks. Yeah, that would be um, really efficient. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine a more efficient way of dealing with this. Yeah. 
That's pretty much as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. This week we are talking about Twin Peaks episode 21, a.k.a. Twin Peaks episode 20, a.k.a. Twin Peaks season 2 episode 13, a.k.a. Checkmate. I did it um, right this time. You did. That's some bullshit, though. This isn't a checkmate. Yeah, this isn't. <laughs> I this like, is, what, this I is the to... third move of this fucking chess game. <laughs> I was trying to like remember what the episode name is to like look up a picture for it, and I'm like, it's not checkmate because this is like the beginning, <laughs> right? So we open. Uh, number six is walking around the village as he does, and he stumbles on a giant chessboard. <laughs> yeah. This is, is going to be my through line. All the the shows I pick have to have an episode called Checkmate. Yes. I forgot that that episode was called Checkmate also. It is. Great. <laughs> he learns that, yeah, you can... No, all right, I'm done with that bit. Uh, we open, actually, in outer fucking space. That's right. The wildest opening this show has done. I saw this, I started hooting and hollering. Oh. She did, I, I can... <laughs> I can back this up. Yeah, we are, like, just panning across the stars as there's, like, garbled, unintelligible voices speaking. And then a, like, nuclear symbol in fire spirals towards the camera. And we are just engulfed in flames, which then fade away to Major Briggs sitting on a stone throne in, like, an ivory forest. Yeah! It fucking whips <laughs> <laughs> this is some good shit yeah 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 this is gonna be that's my album cover <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes you know we've had discussions about this with like Bob I think sometimes the way Twin Beaks handles like the lore side of things can be kind of like okay whatever it was more fun when I didn't know how it worked but yeah no this is like the best they've done with that kind of stuff uh, I I assume this is the White Lodge that Major no Briggs is sitting in, or something yeah, adjacent no to it. He's in a fucking forest. There's no yeah. lodge here. I'll say that's not like me hinting at a spoiler. It's, this is never explained. <laughs> uh, that's his mind palace, actually. It could yeah. be his mind palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he is just like sitting dead-eyed in this, uh, like delightful throne and he is talking to Cooper but Cooper's not here and his voice is all distorted and he's trying to talk about what happened that night and he's just saying like oh, I, I don't really remember what happened when I I was engulfed in fire and then when I came to I was back at our campsite um, and he, he keeps talking about how he, he has more memories of that night he knows but he can't grasp them to like explain them Except for an image of a giant owl. And Cooper's like, huh, normal. Yeah. He said, and was that owl what, what, what it seemed, do you think? Probably. It's, the colors were all inverted on it like a photo negative, <laughs> so probably not. Probably not. Uh, and yeah, like kind of on his neck behind his ear, he has the, the nuclear symbol burned into his skin. Hell <laughs> so yeah, that's, bro. That's good and normal. Yeah, it's fine. It's not that There's big. definitely, like, a running thing about, like, nuclear power, nuclear bombs or whatever between, like, 
that. The sheriff's name is Harry Truman. <sighs> Fucking, I was that my family was at Nagasaki. Shit, like it keeps coming yeah. up in different ways. It's we've talked. Y'all know that the nuclear thing I know bombs episode, are a thing from, in yeah, season from three, season three, episode eight. Yeah, yeah. that one. Uh huh. It, it it's definitely like something that's in the original show that they don't like draw a lot of attention to. So it it makes sense that they end up going there in sure. the return. Um. But yeah, in actuality, Major Briggs is in the sheriff station conference room. They've drawn like a nice little map of the town on the chalkboard, which I yeah. like. It's and, just uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Doc Hayward's examining him while Cooper and Truman try to question him about what happened, and Briggs is just like deeply shaken. Yeah. Which is yes. uh, f- it's fun to see him like this because he is completely unflappable up till now. Yes. Uh, but yeah, whatever he saw just like kind of broke him a little bit. And he's talking about like, well, I, I, I can't answer any of your questions because that's classified. But maybe maybe I would damn my soul if I kept this secret, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so. And yeah, like also he's like, no, I remember everything. It's just all locked away. Yeah, yeah. Which I I think is like a really cool way to phrase that definitely pretty tight yeah yeah and uh so he decides to come clean with them and he says have you heard of project blue book and uh cooper's like oh yeah no i know all about that which uh project blue book was a real thing where the air force looked into like ufo reports to see if aliens were a thing Mm -hmm. and in reality they were like yeah they're not we're done uh, but Briggs explains that's only the official story. Unofficially, we've kept searching. And not just in the sky above us, but in the earth below us. In the case of Twin Peaks. In the case of Twin Peaks, there is something beneath this town. Uh, we're searching for a place called the White Lodge. And I referenced that back when I disappeared. It's been a couple episodes. I am fu- I'm going to spill all the beans. I'm going to explain everything about this. Ah, shit, there's some guys there to take me away. Oh, jeez, the suits found me. Damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. And Truman tries to be like a tough guy. He was like, hey, no, you leave Major Briggs alone. I'll, I'll punch you. I don't care you're in the army. And Briggs is like, nah, relax, I'll, I'll go with them, it's fine. Yeah, I'm he, like, fine. kind of reverts back to his, like, usual. Yeah. But, like, after we have seen him, like, so shaken. Yeah. Uh, it, like, is, like, it colors it differently. Right. No, it, it's fine, Sheriff. I'm either about to get promoted or secretly executed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow both, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Cooper looks at the photo of the the nuclear burn that uh, Doc Hayward took, and suddenly water droplets start falling on it. And he looks up, and the the sprinkler is still dripping water. From... Pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Again, like the eh, don't love that episode, but like this is a really cool way to call back to it and be like, yeah, no, shit was not resolved that day. Yeah, like, no. The water is still flowing. Like, it's it's not as good as, like, cutting to the fan still turning, but it's it's in a similar vein. Yeah. Yes. Well, to do that, we'd have to go to the Palmer house and see Sarah Palmer. That's Who the fuck is Sarah Palmer? Who? Sorry. <laughs> I don't believe in any of that. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd remember if there was a character named Sarah Palmer on this show. Uh, they killed all the Palmers, Ashley. <laughs> all of them are dead. Yep. Um, yeah, like, Molly, like, brought up Donna. I'm like, Donna wasn't in this episode. <laughs> Uh, she, she is technically like, is uh, and she has to care about James listen listen all the Laura Palmer stuff that was the first peak we're on the other peak now this is the other peak honestly I might prefer this peak you know that's fair you're allowed to <laughs> I think this is more the valley between the peaks <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true I like this <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah no the valley between the peaks was like when Cooper was like, hey, don't worry, everything's fine, it's all solved forever. Yeah. Your your husband found peace in his last moments, and thus, everything was fine. <laughs> don't worry, it was just a rape ghost, and that means we don't have to interrogate any of the questions brought up by this metaphor. <laughs> anyway, let's climb this other peak, there's some cool stuff up there. There's cool peaks over here. Yeah. We got Dick Tremaine in a fucking detective outfit. <laughs> Private Dick Terrain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, but before that, we get uh, Ernie and Denise as they are they're prepping for the drug bust that they alluded to at the end of the last episode. Uh, Ernie needs to call up Jean Renault to set up the deal, and he's just like, oh, don't make me do this. I'm just a normal guy. I can't. I'm just an accountant. I can't do this kind it's of my thing. my birthday. I'm just a little birthday boy. I'm sweating so much. Ah, I just feel the worst. I I kind of wish Denise just like slapped him and grabbed him by the collar. Yeah. Listen, get yourself together. Listen, you old shit. Yeah. But uh, Cooper comes in and him and Denise together pressure Ernie into making the call. He dials the number and is like waiting for Jean to pick up as he's being them. Please don't make me do this. Oh, please don't make oh, me I can't do, do this. It. I've got a family. I'm a family man now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, they pick up on the other end and he gets in touch with Jean Renault. And uh, <laughs> I like Denise giving him like a little playful noogie. And he's like, get off of me. Like. He just kind of, like, shakes her off. He's like, ah! Um, and yeah, then we get, of course, to, yes, Private Eye <laughs> Dick Tremaine. It's perfect. Sorry. This fucking <laughs> whips. <laughs> Lucy is, uh, in this episode, technically, as she wonders why, where anybody is and why no one talks to her anymore. That's true. She is doing that on screen. Yep. I'll say... I am having a lot of fun with these episodes. Probably my number one complaint is you basically cut Lucy out of the show, and I don't understand why. They got rid of all the girls. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, all the, the season one girls are fucking gone. Except Norma's for Nadine. kind of in it still. A little bit. Norma and Nadine, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Again, they... Well, uh, Nadine, they made a different character. <laughs> right. And, yeah, Norma is sort of in it still. Uh, but like I said before, they, they wrung out all of the femme fatale dues from all the uh, these ones, so they had to get new ones. Right. Yeah, it's just a bummer, because, like, I like all of the female characters on this show, and they just, they do really just run out of shit to do at a certain point. I was sucks. gonna say, I guess, I guess Catherine is still here, but gestures to everything Catherine has done this season. Yep. <laughs> 
She won yeah. you over and then immediately yeah. got into yellow face. Look what you did. And yeah, sh- this is the first time that we see Shelly for like a little bit, but things don't go well for her. No. No. But anyway, well, things are great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lucy does get, oh, she does get a little bit of dialogue with Cooper because she's like, hey, I was looking into, I don't even remember what she was looking into. Oh, oh Wyndham Earl. Every, she yeah, was, Wyndham Earl. She was looking yeah. for the chess move and all the national newspapers. Right. He, he's got her scoping out all the classifieds in every newspaper to try to find Wyndham Earl's response. But for some reason, he hasn't responded to Cooper's next move yet. What oh, fuck. What, what could be the delay? What's he planning? Who knows? Hopefully nothing sinister. Um, also, I the thing that uh, the last few episodes made me think is like, Cooper, why do you do your hair like that, man? It kind of looks bad. <laughs> I'll slick back. Every other, yeah, every other scene where your hair is not that looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. It especially, it doesn't look good now that he's wearing flannel all the time. Yes, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Not a good comment. It works much better with the suit situation. Yeah, he's made his clothes way more casual, but he, his hair doesn't match. No. It's the same thing with Keanu Reeves and John Wick. Stop doing uh-huh. your hair like that. <laughs> Men, stop slicking your hair back like this. You look like shit. Wait, does Keanu Reeves slick his hair back in John Wick? Yeah, in some does parts. He... Okay. I still got to see the third one. I feel like I would know. That's fair. Yeah, I just, I also, just didn't remember it. Yeah, and also you should watch the third one. It's pretty fun. I, I should. I had, I had as, fun watching too. It's not as good as the second one, but... Mm. End of that second one, pretty good. <laughs> Pretty fucking good. Pretty, Pretty good, good ending for a movie. Pretty good ending to a movie. <laughs> Excommunicado. Excommunicado. Anyhow, uh, we join. Speaking of Norma, uh, we see her and Ed at the double R, and he pays his bill and slips her. On, on the back of his receipt, he wrote a note saying, We need to talk. And she's just like, Oh, okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. so long. She says, I love that for me. That means I get to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, I love being on the show. Yeah, she we cut to her just having a normal time. Yeah. A normal one. <laughs> She's having a normal one. Yeah. Uh we probably get like a shot of Hank looking ominously somewhere. I don't remember. Uh not until she starts leaving for the actual meetup. Right, yeah. right. No, because right now we're cutting to uh Shelly's ruined Shelley, life. Yeah, yeah. God it's I feel so bad for Shelly. Yeah, it is... Bobby's not hitting her, but in basically every other regard, he's just become Leo. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, like, mean and neglectful, and also that on top of that, she has to take care of Leo still. Yep. Yeah, like, the... You know, I've said my my love for Bobby earlier in this uh, show. Um... But man, the part where he is like, where she's like, don't you think I have better things to do? And he just goes, no. <laughs> yeah. She does get to slap him, so that's something. <sighs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they're doing Shelly about as dirty as you can do her. Absolutely. Um, And it's only going to get worse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, But like, Oh yeah, the Bobby, the Bobby we had a few episodes ago is not this Bobby. <laughs> no, yeah, Bobby the, the has Bobby regressed this, a big I'd say way. Even the Bobby later in this episode isn't this Bobby. Yeah, yeah, they are definitely just try- like again, like 
Oh, you see, she's in another abusive relationship. Right. But then Bobby has a second plot line going where he doesn't have to be that asshole. Right, and he's, yeah. and He's just trying he, to con a con man. Yes. Uh, and also, like, yeah, Shelly has not been in the show very much, and also every fucking scene she's been in for the past, I don't know how long, is just her feeding Leo. That's all she gets to do anymore. That's it. Again, this is one of those things where she could have... Uh, like, filmed all of her things in one day. Totally, yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a nice, beautiful shot of some mountains as we cut over to James over in his other TV show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he calls up Big Ed and says, Hey, I need some money. I need you to drain my savings account and send it all over to me. <laughs> and you hear the phone and go, James, it's only twelve dollars. <laughs> He's like, still, I need it. It's like, bro, bro. <laughs> He's gonna so buy this funny. one bottle of champagne with twelve bucks, and that is it. Yep. Um, Evelyn comes in with some sunglasses as he's uh, talking to Ed, and he's just like, "No, listen, I'm I'm safe. I'm fine. I just need that twelve dollars real bad. I'll talk to you soon. I gotta go." And Ed on the other line is just like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, sure, fuck it, whatever. I don't gotta worry about you for a while. (laughs) You're 18, not my problem. I'm gonna go fuck my mistress anyway, so don't worry about it. You stay out there for a while, kid. Yeah. So Evelyn comes in and does her Evelyn shtick of just being a femme fatale character. Like, oh, so you're homesick, James? Ah, homesickness, that's a real... What a a thorn in your heart, am I right? Uh, And he's like, I don't... James, do you like my cool 90s sunglasses? <laughs> He's like, well, actually, I'm kind of messed up inside because my girlfriend died. And then I got a different girlfriend, but then she got jealous of me because I started falling in love with a different girl who looked like my old girlfriend. But then that girl died, too. So then uh, I abandoned my other girlfriend. So I'm, I'm, I'm just a real tortured soul. And Evelyn says, oh, that's a lot of baggage I don't give a fuck about. You want to make out on top of this car? <laughs> and he's like, God, you know I do You know I do, let me take your glasses off Baby, why do you let him hit you? Oh, you're all bruised up under there Why oh, do you I let can't him... believe it Why do you let him hit you like that? He is, yeah, he is like So bought into the fact that like Oh, this is This is my story now Right it is I have just... to save this woman It is just full on like Cheesy fucking Like there's 500 movies that are just this yeah. Oh, yeah. With, like, this slight is, variation. This is every Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> is, it? is it? It's a lot of them. Huh. The ones where it's not about him being in drag. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's the main thing I think of with Tyler Perry. No, I, again, this is from having worked at a movie theater. Sure. A lot of his movies are about a women who are in bad relationships uh, with, like, abusive husbands or boyfriends. Uh-huh. Uh, and finding a another guy, usually, and you know, this, this was pointed out by many other people, including uh, the Boondocks, uh, a much lighter-skinned man... <laughs> I see. Who is good with God. Okay. Uh, that takes her away from this awful place. Gotcha. Or it's about a woman who has a husband that's good with God, but finds a darker skin, like, 
sexual dude that she gets with and they get punished for it. Okay. Yeah. And it. one of those punishments is that she gets AIDS. Damn, that sucks. Oh. Alright. Yeah. Not ideal. Pretty no. happy. Yeah, again, when people talk about how Tyler Perry sucks shit, there's more than just like he makes bad like comedy movies. Uh-huh. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Twin Peaks. Cut over to Mike at the double R, having himself a cup of coffee. He just yeah. wants some coffee. Just gotta say real quick, Mike, your haircut fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not a good look. Either yeah. grow it longer or cut it shorter. It's in a terrible middle ground. And it looks like you keep it at this terrible middle ground. Yeah, like, from a front-on view, it looks like you have a bowl cut. And then you turn yes. your head and you don't, but, like, come on. But it's not better. It's not better. Uh, Nadine comes up to him and is like, how about you and me get a nice slice of cherry pie with two forks? He's like, no, go away, I don't like you. He's like, I literally never want to speak to you again. And she's like, will you go on a date with me? And he's like, no! He goes, what do I have to do to get it through your head that I never want to talk to you again? And then she tackles him and starts making out with him at the booth. At the, the stool, rather. Yeah, I... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, he's like, damn. I mean, it is nice to have that happen, but also, I hate it. Yeah. I I was just, like, looking at this, like, it is just weird that, like, everyone's okay with this. Yeah. yeah if you, talking, if you call attention to it, yes. then it is a problem. <laughs> yeah. But until you do that, you get to pretend like this is normal. I... I'm calling attention to it. <laughs> I'm not saying that it is normal. I'm saying the people of Twin Peaks have to pretend it is normal <laughs> or else there is a reckoning. Right. Well, it's one of those things, too, where, like, the way this whole plot line is presented and framed, it is so heightened and goofy that it's just like, oh, what another hilarious comedy beat that uh, Nadine's making out with Mike. And, like, I know we're on the second peak. We've left the first mountain. Yeah, I was gonna... But this show was firstly about a teenage girl uh, having a, getting a lot of, like, sex from uh, middle-aged men. Yeah. And flipping yeah. the genders of it doesn't make it okay. No, doesn't make it okay. The other thing is, um, the other thing that complicates it for me is that, like, Mike is a piece of shit, and we know that. Absolutely, yes. Oh, yes. Like... I don't feel pity for Mike. I just feel that this is a bad, weird situation. That this is uncomfortable? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It um, feels like if I if you were writing, okay, here's a fun, wacky concept. Nadine gets amnesia and thinks she's still in high school. The first thing you write down is, okay, but we can't do any romance stuff because that'd be weird. <laughs> well, they were already going to do Cooper and Audrey, so they clearly don't give a shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Also, it's a weird thing that this started... With Nadine trying to commit suicide? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. that's just kind of sitting there completely unresolved. Like, yeah, I, I said, like, they had, like, they tried to, like, deal with, like, some element of, like, how, like, Nadine feels about all this and, like, is she, like... You know, aware of, you know, that this is a lie and, you know... All of these things, and they just kind of push that to the side to yeah. have like 
what if a cheerleader had superpowers? You gotta say the cheerleader saved the world. <laughs> well, no, she's pretty much gonna take care of it herself. Right, yeah, right. But like, she's simply going to handle it. It just kind of feels like, what if we just had, like, a character who's, like, a cheerleader, but, like, super strong? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, and I think um, at this point, like, in season two, they have completely divorced Nadine from the idea that she had ever tried to commit suicide. Yes. Right, yeah. This is a new character that it, is funny. It's one of those things that's very soap opera-y of, like, no, 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 we've gotten so many, like... You can daisy chain back to the suicide thing, but that's not what this is about anymore. That's not what it's about. Why are you still talking yeah. about that? Why do you expect us to like be holding on to old plot threads like that? The only purpose that served was to move us into the next plot line. Yes. Yes. As opposed to having like a consistent character arc across like multiple episodes. Because that's not what soap operas are about, frankly. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's like, the kind of writing that's designed for it. You can turn on a random episode and like you don't you're caught up. You don't need to know what's going on, really. And yeah, that helps when it's like a weekly show that like runs just forever. Right. Where like, oh, that was like three years ago that like she tried to commit suicide. She's like, you know, been a teenager for the last 50 episodes. <laughs> right, exactly. But when like it's like. Ten episodes ago, it's like, mm, mm, yeah, mm, mm. It, uh-huh. it, yeah, it makes you think about it more. And yeah, I've also just gone on record every single episode saying I don't like this Nadine story. I like the one scene where she does the cheerleader tryouts and murders a man. I did like when she murdered that man. I like That's it when she murders this, this man. That plot line, I like, or that 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 plot beat, I like. Everything else about it, I can. I can take or leave at best, and I would generally prefer to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true, but also I uh, find myself not caring that much. I think that's also fine, yeah. It's it's definitely one of those things where I think part of the reason people get so uh, down on season two is that I think season one pulls you in and asks you to care about this like story in a way that Season two kind of doesn't care about you doing. It's like, no, this is just dumb fun. Why are you caring that much? But I mean, like, I, if you're already I, bought into that level, then it can be hard to, like, flip around and kind of disengage. I think by the end of season one, everybody was like, Jesus Christ, you guys care too much now. Well, yeah, I think that was part of it. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's a big part of it is the reactions are like, okay, well, hang on. Didn't mean it like that. Right. Uh, and then all, yeah, and then you get into the weird, like, well, fuck you then, here's what happened, and it's the worst thing ever, you happy now? Also, now that you made us do that, we don't have any other ideas. Yeah, we're leaving, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you end up with this version of the show that is just a bunch of TV writers that are, you know, good at their job, just trying to make something entertaining week to week, and I think they largely succeed at that, it's just... When taken as a whole, it can be a bit dodgy sometimes. Yeah, like, season one and up through, like, a lot of the early season two stuff feels like a complete thought. Like, it's one story broken up into episodes. This just kind of feels like, I don't know, let's see what uh, fucking Audrey's doing this week. Who cares? Yeah, this... She's wearing a business suit. That's fun, right? Yeah, it... Again, it definitely feels like limited miniseries was what David Lynch wanted to make. It's just that that wasn't a... (laughs) Right. A think at the time. 
Yeah, or and my God, not what he, he signed up to do. Yes. Because, again, his, he didn't want to do a limited miniseries. He's like, no, 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 we can do, like, 20 seasons of Who Killed Laura Palmer. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, but also I, you know, if you if you move the show away from it, sure you can. It yeah. just becomes, like, background noise. Right, if it fades into the background. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, TV's so weird. It is. Um. I don't know. Coward for leaving. ABC is made of cowards for making them uh, say who did it. Right. Uh, and also, um, it's very funny how like little uh, audiences will put up with. Yeah, yeah. Because by this point in like the run of the show, no one's fucking watching Twin yeah, Peaks. Yeah, nobody's anymore. watching Twin Peaks. Yeah. Why? Uh, it's great. Have a yeah. great time. <laughs> well, it's also getting like its time slot moved around a lot, so even people that want to watch it don't know when yeah, it's are on. missing it. Yeah. Don't have the fucking TV guide this week. Right, right. Um, oh another God, thing I did $4. see. Uh, yeah, another thing I did see that was kind of interesting. Someone talked about, like, Twin Peaks had, like, a big cult following from the beginning. And w- how that ended up working out was a lot of people would throw viewing parties where, like, all their friends would come over yeah, and would watch all it together. Yeah, come to one place. But if you're a ratings company in the 90s, like, Nelson doesn't know how to count that as anything other than one person watching Twin Peaks that week. Yeah. When really yeah. it's, like, 20. So, like, even at its lowest, it was probably more popular than it seemed like it than was. Than it looks like, sure. But, you know, that doesn't help. Everybody wants to have the gang over to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, even, even once Game of Thrones gets bad, because that's fun to watch in its own way with your yeah. friends. Yeah. I mean, I quit anyway. early, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, I went looking for to see if Twin Peaks was ever on the cover of TV Guide. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it, it was. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, there's been a couple of them, including one that says how we would solve Twin Peaks. Uh, but one of them was an ad that says like, oh, the mystery begins tonight. And it, uh, one of like, you know, it's like who killed Laura Palmer, blah, blah, blah. And the last one is who videotaped Donna and Laura. It's like, all right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was a mystery for about. Five minutes in the first episode. Yeah, that was like two episodes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we cut over to the mill mansion where Truman comes over and sees Josie, who's very embarrassed to be seen in her maid outfit. And he's like, "Hey, why are you here? I thought we talked and we said I'd protect you." <laughs> she's like, "No." I'm and she's like, "I'm sorry, you're not evil enough to protect me." Uh, Truman, this is my home. I, I This is where I belong, even if I'm being maidified. And he's like, but, like, that's not what you said when we talked about it. Yeah, like and yesterday. She's, and she's like, don't know, I'm a maid now. It's where this is. All right, well, do you still want to make out? Not really right now, no. I'm on the clock. Like, in general, yes, but not now, please. It's I'm so very weird upset that I don't like you seeing me like this. Why is Truman like this? He's really trying to prove to himself that he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like aggressively kissing her, and she's not into it. It's... She's not into it. What are you doing, Truman? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Go not... over to your boyfriend you're going to deputize later. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Audrey had the Great Northern. <laughs> sees. Oh, I feel so bad for this woman she walks past in the hall who has, like, a bloody head wound. 
Well, no, she is dressed up. She was oh, right, used to costume. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dressed up as the drummer boy because she also has. Right, she's got the drums. For a second, I just thought she got like a little figurine winged at her head enough, hard enough to make her bleed. No, she's holding a uh, a um, ketchup bottle. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. She, no, this is all costume. Yes. She just looks like fucking like. Uh, she's like, I gotta get out of here. And Audrey's like, What the fuck? Yeah. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> this woman is so ashamed. She will not even speak to Audrey. No. She's just like, I. Uh, uh, I went to business school. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, Ben has gotten even deeper into uh, his uh, Civil War buff uh, thing. He's got all... He's, like, turning his entire office into a Civil War diorama, and he's just playing with figurines on the floor. Dude, just let him have his thing. He's doing the voices. Everyone, just leave him be. He's clearly going through it. Here's my thing. I'm not... I'm not opposed to this. I think it was more fun when every time we checked in with Ben, he was doing some other deranged thing. Oh, when he had a new obsession. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. instead of just drilling down into the Confederate thing, I want him doing, like, I want him, like, building b- ships and bottles to this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there to be, like, just 20 ships and bottles around him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You go behind the Great Northern, he's decided he's Noah, uh, and he's got a fucking <laughs> ark to build. <laughs> yeah. He's he's ripping boards off of his walls to build an arc with. Exactly. Yes. That'd be great. This is like fine. <laughs> yeah, this is it, it's not as fun. He does have a throne though. He did make himself a big throne in the corner, he which did I make do himself love a for him. big Confederate throne. And, yeah, yeah, he's he got does all kinds the... of Confederate flags. He's yeah. he's clearly on this side of the war. Right, yeah. He's he's like LARPing as General Lee. But, uh, you know, he, he thinks he just might be able to win this war. He's like, I think I've solved it. I think yeah. I figured out how to win. Uh-huh. Which also is extremely middle-aged man shit. <laughs> yes. Right, yes. <laughs> I think I've decided I'm a military general now. Audrey is just, like, grabbing him, like, Daddy, we have evil business to do. I've kind of gotten over the fact that, uh, you know, all that awful shit that happened between us. I just kind of want to be evil business with you now, please. And he's like, please? Daughter, you're standing on one of my generals. Get out of here. And she's like, okay, oh, Jesus. I have to call your brother. This is I too gotta fucked fucking up call now. Jerry. I, I cannot deal with this shit. I have to do a hard reset. Uh-huh. I, I can't believe that I'm calling Jerry, who is now the normal one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we, have to, we have to factory reset my dad. I feel like, I don't totally remember how this goes. I feel like it is a 50-50 toss-up. Jerry's either like, what the fuck happened? I left for two days. Or he comes in like, oh, shit, can I be Grant? Yeah, he's like, oh, dude, we're doing this? <laughs> uh, we cut over to Ed's house where Norma's come over. And, uh, or yeah, at some point I think we skipped over the scene where she's leaving the double R and Hank, yeah, ominously looked at her. And was like, oh, where are you going? And she's like, I have to run errands. And he's like, oh, but we have the breakfast crowd still here. And she's like, okay, we'll consider this a test, idiot. I'm leaving. Yeah. Bye, stupid. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, gone, jeez. I know you're gonna go fuck Big Ed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they have like an emotional little like back and forth about like the whole world feels like it's designed to keep us apart, but I just want to be with you, Ed. I'm I'm not happy with away from you. We I love you. You love me, and we just make out and go have sex. This is up. the horniest step. 
<laughs> everyone, everyone in this uh, horn. Excuse me. Everyone in this episode is horny. Every, yeah. They ran out of stuff. They ran out of story for this episode, and they're like, "Okay, everybody has to fuck in this one. We right. have to linger just a little too long about it." Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so they're gonna fuck. Uh, we're back with Ernie at the sheriff station, and uh, they're like setting him up with a wire. <laughs> and the Hawks is like, "Why are you so sweaty? This what is, is wrong really with gross. you?" He's like, I've, "I've got a condition. Mm-hmm. I got a sweating condition. God, you setting me into." Talk to drug dealers with a wire. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I... As soon as they mentioned the sweating problem, I instantly knew where this was going. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it also is a plot point in the movie uh, Blow Up. I am amazed that that is, like... Because <laughs> it's so... St- this cannot be how wires work. This cannot be an actual problem. Well, what if it is? <laughs> Just- um... Well, the in blowout, it's um that the battery gets too hot. Oh, because he's like I see. Yeah, like water, like yeah, like his like his sweat gets into it, and like the like the battery starts overheating. Uh huh. Um, and like it burning like a hole on him is what like tips them off. I gotcha. It's not like he just starts smoking. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Cooper's just like, oh man, you guys are gonna go do this drug bust. This is so cool. I wish I was still a cop so I could go with you. And Co- Truman's just like, well, good news, you are a cop now. Literally a cop. Here's your deputy badge. Here's your deputy badge. <laughs> Technically a demotion, but I don't think you'll see it that way. And Cooper's like, yeah, no, this fucking whips. Cooper, yeah. Cooper's just, oh my god, I hope I can live up to this. Oh, jeez. Be- oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, geez! I hope I can kill someone today. <laughs> uh, I knew you, Coop. <laughs> Ernie's just like walking through the plane, like, okay, so I'm gonna go in there with Renault and uh, uh, the buyer, and then I'm gonna set them up, and we're gonna complete the transaction, and then uh, after a minute there, you guys are gonna come in. Okay, I just have one question. Oh, don't make me do this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, he he's great this up, just in like, yeah, being. Just an absolute piece of shit. Right, right. But, like, a, a piece of shit in a way very different than a lot of Twin Peaks pieces of shit. Right, uh-huh. This guy's like a scumbag. He's not, like, a real yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Denise comes in, and she has decided to dress like a man for this. Yeah. Uh, she's got, like, a, just a business suit, and her hair, like, pulled back into a little ponytail. I'll say. Yeah. Out out of all, like, I've seen this happen multiple times in, like, TV shows and movies. And I didn't think it was, like, perfect, but, like, they did better than I thought they would of, like, here's someone who normally presents feminine Dressing up as a guy and it feeling like a woman dressing up like a guy. Yeah, Denise doesn't feel like she, like, took off the, like, she doesn't feel like, oh, I'm back to normal now, everybody. No, and it helps that she doesn't really drop her, like, voice. Yeah. Yes. She's still doing Denise voice. Yeah, like, this feels more unnatural for her than how she normally dresses. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. 
Uh, it just also made me remember of when they cast. Uh, oh fuck! Um, the actress from Orange Is the New Black. Laverne oh, Cox. Uh, yeah, Laverne Cox. Cox. Yeah, when they cast Laverne Cox on It's the New Black, they were just like, "Well, we don't know if we want to cast like a a trans woman in this role because like there's going to be flashbacks of you pre-transition." Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a pretty common thing. <laughs> sure. Of reason why they're like... And that's why it had to be a cis guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Because there's one scene. <laughs> right. And she was just like, oh, I've got an identical twin brother. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember this, yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, no reason, I guess. <laughs> yep. Not to hire you. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, anyway, yeah, so they're all ready to go do their, uh, drug sting, and meanwhile, some different boys are doing a little bit of, uh, sting <laughs> of their own. Perfect. Yeah! Beautiful. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's Dick fucking go! Yeah. <laughs> Dick and Andy have broken into the, uh, adoption agency because- And into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because they need to find out the true story behind what happened to little Nicky's parents and if he's actually, in fact, Satan the devil. Because these official adoption papers will definitely say that. Should make yes. it clear. You know what? The file they get out of there that is the biggest file I've ever seen in my life about this one child, they might have documented it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just kind of keeping a watch while Dick is uh, poking around. Yeah. And Dick's just, like reading the file and he's like, Let's just steal it, and we can read it in the car. Dick is like, no, no. I, w- I want to read it now. I want to know. It's more dramatic if I read it in here, okay? Listen, everybody's Andy? out to lunch. Yeah, no one's going to come in here by the end of this scene. And wouldn't you know it, a husband and wife come in because they, <laughs> they're a little early to their adoption appointment. Because they're so gosh darn excited. Yeah. And they, Dick immediately is like, he's dead. Like, oh, where, where is the kid we're talking? Oh, he's, uh, he's, he's dead. Dead. <laughs> and uh, we're like, what? Tired. Dead tired. Yeah, he's sick. Well, he seemed fine yesterday. Well, that was yesterday. What do you want yeah, from me? Yeah, you know, kids eat a lot of things. And then I don't think we resolve this. We just leave them trapped. No, we just in this leave, situation. and then Andy will show up at the hostage situation later. I need to know what happened between <laughs> here and there. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so fucking good. You, yeah, Molly, you said to me, and then also in our group chat that there needs to be an Andy, like Dick, like buddy cop, like show. Yeah. And apparently they did make a spinoff of with Dick, but not anything that I could ever think of or want. Wait, with Dick? With Dick's actor, yeah. What, wait, what did they have him do? Uh, Mark Frost and David Lynch did a TV show called On the Air, which I think was like a sitcom set in like a TV studio in the 50s. And Dick, uh, Dick's actor plays the main character. Oh, okay, so it's not a spinoff of Twin Peaks. It's not a spinoff. It's, it's not related to Twin Peaks, other than the it's way got I, Frost The and way I read that is that it was Twin Peaks spinoff. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it's, not, it's not directly connected. It's just same. a lot of the same actors. Yeah. Miguel Ferrer's in it. 
I've never seen it. I feel like if it was any good at all, no one would ever shut the fuck up about it. Seven episodes. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Uh-huh. I'd, well, like to, I'd like to announce our next series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got canceled after seven episodes. Uh, well, no. It got canceled after three episodes were aired and the other four never <laughs> went on TV. Ah, yes, the Clark's animated situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> when it first aired, Ken Tucker of Entertainment Weekly gave it a, B, a positive B-plus review, writing, On the air is a one-joke sitcom that makes explicit the message that TV is stupid and people will watch anything. Its undisguised contempt is pretty enthralling. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, in other words, they were still just kind of bitter about what happened with Twin Peaks. Yeah, they were just made a whole about TV Twin show Peaks, about it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. ABC was just like... Okay, none of that now, though. <laughs> All right, guys, we 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 financed your <laughs> uh huh your fucking hissy fits. Yep. <laughs> uh, but you know what? At least uh, Ian Buchanan got a paycheck. That's all that matters at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Ed's house, where yeah, we get Donna's singular uh, appearance this episode. Man, Ian Buchanan has been on every single American soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the look guy. for it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, we talked before about how Mike has a terrible haircut. Donna's got great hair this episode. Oh yeah, Donna looking fine. Yeah. Like, she's got it all up, but she has just, like, one strand of it down, like, over her eye. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, a look I often try to go for and fail. <laughs> uh, but she just wants to know, like, hey, have you heard anything about James? And he's like, um, yeah, he called, he wants me to bring him $12 to a bar called, I don't remember if he said Hideout Wally's or Wally's Hideout. Wally's Maybe Hideout Wally's would make more hideout. sense, but I think he said Hideout Wally's. I don't know. She's like, okay, well, how about I take it to him? That'd honestly be great, because I'm in the middle of having an affair. <laughs> he might have only called it Hideout. He only called it Wally's. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. He has not <laughs> clarified for us which order the words go in. God not damn it, James. <laughs> I wanted the Twin Peaks wiki calls it Hideout Wally's. I checked. What the fuck? This is, I fucking hate this. Fuck this show, this actually. Is, this is us renaming that uh, page on the Totally Spies Wiki Bethany. <laughs> We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Wait, well, okay, now when I checked this the other day, it absolutely said Hideout Wally's. Now I'm looking again and it says Wally's Hideout. That's no. what I'm saying! <laughs> no! We're getting to the bottom of this. We're gonna, we have to crack this case. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, as soon as Donna, like, he, she just stands in the doorway, and then Ed closes the door, and Norma walks in from out of frame, and it's just like, alright, Ed, well, that was great, uh, having sex, I gotta go back to work, bye. He's like, okay, Norma, later. <laughs> Norma leaves, and then it turns out Hank was also just out of frame. <laughs> Hank was in the next room going, god damn it, he's fucking my wife. <laughs> I just love the way he enters the scene is literally just... He's just standing in the room next to them, and they somehow don't notice him. He's off camera. That's like it's the it's the like He's in another dimension. Thing of right, if you if the camera can't see it, they can't see it. Right, right. It's just very funny. Uh, so Hank starts beating the shit out of Ed. Yes. Which, frankly, I don't buy. I feel like Ed could take him. 
I feel like I could take him. Like, yeah. He's a bookhouse boy. Ed was the heavy of the bookhouse boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't totally buy this. I mean, I guess Hank, like, jumps him and gets him by surprise. Well, like, you say that, but also he gives a whole big line before he does. Right, true. right. Ed, you should have swung. Yep. So He's like, Hank's- no, I did fuck your wife. I will let you hit me. Yeah, right. but, no, that's that's Ed, that's Ed style to be like, uh-huh. well, <laughs> I did fuck your wife, but then Nadine comes in and says, "My God!" And Nadine comes in while Hank's beating the shit out of Ed, and uh, she just uh, ruins his whole career. <laughs> yeah, he can't go back to crime after this. It's over. Yeah, she just beats the ever-loving shit out of him. She beats him with his backpack or her backpack, and then just starts punching him in the face over and over. And then she, she lifts him up and yeah throws him through the shelves of the weird little doll, she, like, porcelain doll she's got. Yeah. R.I.P., buddy. It does yeah. not look like uh, the actor, the stunt performer who went through there, went through there the way he should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did leave two shelves up, I gotta say. Yeah, uh-huh. and, like, and, like, he kind of, like, staggers and, like, also starts really, cl- like, holding that one pillar to his face so you can't see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was talking about this before we started. I I don't remember uh, season two super clearly, and the further we get, the less I remember. I don't remember anything with Hank past this point. <laughs> hey, you know? Hank might just be fucking done. If that's how he goes out, it was an honor, sir. Yeah. Congrats on your career. Uh-huh. It's over. out the way you deserved. Yeah, but you do now need to retire. At least yeah. you're not getting arrested with Jean Renault. Right. Just get Honestly, fucking... Nadine just saved your life. Yeah, really, truly. Uh, and then, yeah, oh, right. So we're with Bobby at the Great Northern as uh, Ben is just, like, sitting on his weird throne being like, all right, Bobby, now I got us to set up here, Pickett's Charge, and we're gonna, you know, uh, we're gonna beat Abraham Lincoln so bad he won't even know what hit him. Yeah, I always love, like, people being like, well, if, you know, like, the South or the Nazis totally could have won if they just knew all the things that we know, including all of the other people's movements. Uh It's really easy when you think about it. Bobby is hating this, and I don't know why. (laughs) You're getting paid either way, my guy. I don't know if he is. Is I don't know if he is getting paid. I guess if he's not getting paid, I get it. But yeah, in my mind, I'm like, it, it seems to me like he's like, please, sir, can I just be your crime boy? I thought I was going to be your new crime boy. Please, Why am I, I here doing this do. bullshit? I'm like, no, no, no. I can't think. If I went to work uh, in a couple days and my boss lost his goddamn mind and just wanted me to LARP with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fuck it, man. I'll Judging get paid for this. By the, the, the fact that last episode he got a single dollar. That is true. You guys keep saying it's a single dollar. I don't know if it's conclusive. Yeah. I I was the one who proposed that it's a single dollar, so I will continue that bit. Right. You gotta hand it some amount of money, because, again, yeah, even if you could make out what it is on NHD, you definitely weren't supposed to be able to. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, single bill. <laughs> yes. It is a single bill. Could have given him 100. Who knows? Uh-huh. A thousand dollar bill. <laughs> I'm thinking twenty at most. Yeah, I think you might have given him a nice crisp pondo. Think so? Yeah. Eh. 
Makes sense. Uh, he would have hundos on him. Yeah, Ben would keep a roll of hundos around just to set on fire to light a cig- cigar with. <laughs> uh, Bobby is just like, all right, well, I gotta go talk to President Lincoln about the terms of surrender, so I'm gonna go. I know you handed me the sword. I will be taking it with me because I think you might kill someone with it. <laughs> yeah, I am gonna steal your sword. He's like, how you think I could pawn this? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bobby and Audrey just hang out in the hallway and are like, hey, he kind of went crazy, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn, do we know what sucks. to do about it? No, not even slightly. I called my uncle. All right, cool. Uh, oh, and Dr. Jacoby's coming over tomorrow. Uh, but I don't think that's going to help. Yeah. Are we, like, are they trying to, like, pair us off now? I can't tell. Yeah, it's not clear. No, they definitely are. Yeah, yeah. They are. Anyway, yeah, time like- for Catherine to come fuck this man. <laughs> yes, but before that, I do like Bobby keeps like, don't worry, baby, I'll figure it out. And Audrey's like, stop calling me baby. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, do that. Don't, don't you have like another girlfriend? <laughs> and he's like, do I? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Catherine comes in and this is enough to like slightly shake Ben out of it. He's like, oh, Catherine, huh? Well, you're here to gloat, huh? Well, it's not going to work because... Maybe you stole all my businesses and out bad guyed me, but look at me now. I'm the general of the Confederate <laughs> Army. <laughs> you can't take the Civil War from me. And she's just like, well, okay then. Uh, Catherine really takes this in stride. <laughs> yeah, she's like, whatever. But listen, I've been hanging out with Pete for several days now. He is trying to be an evil husband. God bless him, he's trying, but he's his, just no good at it. His just not in it. I just... I need real authentic evil dick again. Can you give it to me still? He won't even suck my toes. (laughs) Pete would totally not. No, no, no. Pris is laughing at me. (laughs) For speaking the truth? Yeah, for speaking the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and Catherine's just like, so we gonna fuck or what? And Ben's like, yeah, okay, sure. I mean, I hate yeah, sure. you, and I'm very mad at you, but I do want to have sex, so yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, let me get in those titties. And she's like, all right, here you go. Jacket open. He's like, ah. <laughs> he does, at this point, have little candles all around his uh, huge diorama to be, like, campfires. Yeah, yeah he's got, like, little tea lights. He's going to burn this entire goddamn hotel down. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. If he burns down the hotel, Catherine can't have it. No one is mentally as unstable as Ben should be around this much fire. (laughs) He just got some lanterns, okay? Calm down. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna get way worse. (laughs) Making something bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we cut back to James and Evelyn, who, yeah, James blindfolds her and... He's got a bottle of champagne, she's got two glasses, and he's guiding her out, and they're giggling, and he takes her and shows her that he has fully finished repairing her husband's car, looks good as new, and uh, she's like, oh, that's that's amazing, oh, well, my husband'll be home by midnight, so if we're gonna fuck, we gotta do it, like, now. We gotta do it, like, now! <laughs> hey, did either of you think that uh, these actors are being kind of weird and giggly in this scene, <laughs> in a way that they usually aren't? A little bit. 
Uh, it's because they did 12 takes of this scene and were drinking champagne every take. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be fake champagne for that exact reason. Yeah, no, uh, that Twin Peaks book I read that somebody, like, the actress that plays Evelyn was like, yeah, I had to, like, go lay down for a while after we shot this, and then, like, a crew Why person was just like, yeah, whoever directed this episode really fucked up. They should not have been using real champagne for this. That what? was bad. Yeah, but why would they drink it every time? <laughs> I guess that's my question. You just don't have to do that. Yeah, because I'm watching this, sh- like, they take, like, barely one sip in the actual yeah, footage like, that we fuck? see on the, yeah. the show. Maybe that's because they had drunk a bunch. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus. Because, again, we're seeing a late take because... James especially is fucking smashed. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, like, the usual thing is that you just immediately spit out whatever drink or food that you took in. Right, because otherwise you're going to get sick having to eat that much. And then when they decide to fuck, he throws the champagne away? What are you doing, man? You could have drank that. (laughs) That was all 12 of your dollars. Yeah. Which it it wasn't. He hasn't gone back there to talk to Donnie yet, because she's going to be like, oh, my God, James, what are you doing on this other TV show? Can yeah, I come? And he's like, no, <laughs> you can't. I'm busy having sex. They start making out on the hood of the car, and the camera, like, zooms out, and we see Evelyn's brother, the chauffeur, watching. What a freak. Just being a weird little freak. There's I, so much fucking shit that happens in this episode, both while I was watching it and now while we're talking about it. I'm like, we gotta be almost done, right? Oh, wait, no, we haven't even done the fucking drug bust yet. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It feels like five episodes mashed together. <laughs> it's listen. They it's, go hard. Yeah, you're, you're just changing all the different channels, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Cooper and Truman are watching with binoculars uh, the dead dog farmhouse. Denise and Ernie are in with John Renault and uh, the fake evil Mountie. And yeah, Ernie sweats so profusely that the wire starts sparking and smoking. Yeah. Pretty pretty silly. Pretty funny. Pretty I funny. Laughed. Uh they're like, You're sweating, and he he does the whole, oh listen, it's a childhood condition, I can't control it. I, su- I sweat a lot, it's just how I am. And yeah. like if he wasn't like starting to smoke, he like keeps looking out the door at the cops, like, come oh, on, he's you guys. Awful at this. He's the yeah. worst at this. And then Hawk is like, Hey, line just went dead. Uh, and then they have Denise at gunpoint, and Cooper's like, oh, they want me. I'm going to go trade myself. Yeah, so they let Denise and Ernie go uh, in exchange for taking Cooper hostage. Cooper, like, drops his gun and, and heads on in with them. And now we just have a hostage situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh. surprised that we resolved this today. Yeah! Yeah, same. I thought this was definitely going to be, uh... But, like... There'd be a longer conversation in there, and then like we would get like, I don't know, uh, like Mark a cliffhanger. Frost kicked the door and said, "I want to do the fucking Windermere plot. Get this Jean Reno shit out of here, so get my it. bad guy Ow. can be in the main thing." I've held off long enough. Uh, we cut back to Evelyn and James, who uh, have fucked, and James is asleep now. And then Evelyn leaves the room and starts making out with her brother. <gasps> my God. Is this really her brother? Whoa, 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 whoa. What are they using James for? (laughs) What indeed? (laughs) I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, 
Well, wait an episode or two. You'll get it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I assume we'll get there, but... Uh, yeah, they're, I, oh, they're going to frame him for the murder of the guy. Okay, never mind. I got go. it. Yeah, you got yep, it. Yeah, he it. got there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going on. And then, right, so the hostage situation at Dead Dog Farm has been going all afternoon long into the night. Uh, there's a bunch of cops here now. Like I said, Andy's here. How did he get out of that adoption agency? Who can say? Who knows? Um, and, uh, yeah, the Mountie is just, like, watching the cops, like, oh, boy, they got a lot of cops out there, man, I don't know how we're getting out of there. Uh, and Jean turns to Cooper and is like, well, do you think they're gonna let us run? Cooper's like, no, they'll fucking kill you. You should just surrender yourselves. You know, turn yourself into justice. Maybe you can redeem yourselves like good guys. Ashley. Yeah. Ashley has just sent us an image, uh, with Catherine and Ben Horn in the Homestuck Kismesis Spade. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I mean, true. You're not wrong. It's true. I don't care for it, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't respect it. I also put it on our Twitter, so don't worry. Yeah, no, yeah. I saw. That's where I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like this scene between John and Cooper. I almost wish it was even longer. Where no, they're yeah, just that, talking. Like, that's why I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get like some nice interaction between these two Like after they've been like... Uh... Like, you know, just, like, apart from each other for all this time. Right, doing, like, this cat and mouse thing. Yeah. And now they're they're together here and, like, can't go anywhere. Uh, and John's like, well, we just have to decide. Are we going to give up quietly or kill Cooper? And Cooper's just like, well, if you kill me, they'll kill you. He's like, I know, but maybe it's worth it on account of you killed my brothers. Like, yeah. I, I didn't kill either of your brothers, actually. <laughs> it's like, well, you know. It is, that's from a certain point of view. Right, John's like, I don't know. Have, have you ever seen the movie Batman Begins when they talk about escalation at the end? You see, when the hero shows up, it's now there's bad guys. And this was such a quiet town where just all the bad shit was just happening in the background and no one paid attention to it. Now have people you, are paying attention to it and I'm not happy. Have you seen the butterfly effect? Right. Maybe everyone's dying because of you. Maybe it's all your fault, dipshit. You ever think of that? And he's like, damn, I didn't. Yeah, Cooper's like, oh man, what if I Yeah, am Cooper, he like, <laughs> uh, falls into this completely. Yeah. He's like, fuck, I think I might have depression over this for the rest of the night. Right. <laughs> I'll be better tomorrow, but. Yeah. Maybe it'd just be better if you died. Maybe everyone would be happier if you died, huh? Uh, but they... <laughs> Uh, they get interrupted because a double R waitress is coming up to Dead Dog Farm with a meal for everybody. This is fucking incredible. <laughs> this is great shit. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> it is, uh, we clearly see it as Denise, but, uh, neither, uh, John or the Mountie have seen her, like, in girl mode. So there's a- Can't like, oh, recognize her. They're not cops. They can't recognize her. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I just love that, like, eventually uh, Jacques is like, you look familiar. As yeah. he's staring and, uh, right in her face. <laughs> right. Uh, Jacques is like, ah, it's just a woman. She can't hurt us. So she comes in and says, ah, It was got- sexism that killed the beast. <laughs> right, uh huh. Like, I've got room service for you boys, and gives him the tray to hold on to. And then starts hiking up her skirt, 
Uh, but what Jean can't see is that she has a garter holster with a gun in it. Fuck, yes! So Cooper can grab it from behind her and shoot Jean and kill him. Incredible stuff. Uh-huh. Great. Just great shit. It. Uh, yeah, kills the Mountie guy. Uh, Jean's dead. Evil Canada has perhaps been exercised. Well, yeah, he was he was the source of all evil in Canada, apparently. That's what I'm saying. A new golden age is beginning in Canada now. Yeah, yeah. maybe it'll be good up there now. Yeah. Well, they haven't really gotten rid of One-Eyed Jacks. It just kind of is still there. I mean, nobody's running nobody's it Nobody's running though. it, though. Like, it's just an empty building. Maybe it's okay now. Nah, there's always somebody. Yeah, ain't that always the way. Yeah. Always a bigger fish, Luke. Always a bigger fish. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's a wrap on Jean Renault. <laughs> Rip to him! I can't believe he wasn't actually Cooper's match. I can't believe it. I can't believe yeah. that guy didn't end up killing Cooper. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's sort of a power outage going on throughout Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, at Shelly's house, the power is kind of fading in and out. And she wonders if, like, Bobby's here. There's something weird's going on. She Scary looking scene! Around. Yeah! Yeah, this is horrifying. Yes, this sucks. Uh, and she's just kind of wandering her dark, half-built house calling out for anybody, and then gets to the kitchen. She sees Leo's wheelchair is empty. And then she turns around, and Leo is just standing there, like, glowering at her, and she screams, and that's where we leave them. Yep. Oh, also, Leo put, like, a weird clown doll in the bed just to fuck with her. And and there's also, like, a uh, deflated balloon up on the ceiling. It's fucked up in there. And, like, also, the food around his mouth is now, like, in the shape of, like, a clown makeup. Yeah, yeah, he has become the Joker. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the boys get back to the sheriff's station, and Lucy's just kind of updating them. Like, yeah, there was, like, an explosion in the woods, a power transformer... uh, went out, so there's a power outage all over town. I've already called the fire department. Uh, but, you know. But they were all at bingo, so it really tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Cooper's like, like, oh, like, thanks, and then, like, walks out, and she keeps on explaining it to Truman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the cops are always like, well, wait a second, the generator should be running in the sheriff's station. Why is it dark in here? We gotta go in and take a look. And unfortunately, Windemerle has made his next move. Which is to say, he killed some rando and put a chessboard on Truman's desk. Yeah, he killed a guy and posed the body so he's pointing to a chessboard that shows his next chess move. Like, we get it, man. You could have just left the chessboard. We would have understood. Cooper, this deadly chess game is really heating up now. We're in Windham Earl territory, baby. We're all just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Who's the dead guy? Right. Everyone, everyone's like, who's the dead guy? Because nobody knows who this guy... He brought him from the next town over. Right, He yeah, brought him from Solo Peak. Yeah. <laughs> he did bring him from Solo Peak, you're right. <laughs> he brought him from one peak. <laughs> yeah, so, it's it's Wyndham Earl time, baby. Okay, whatever. Yeah. You keep saying that, and I don't know if I believe you. Yeah. No, it's it's Wyndham Earl time, baby. I mean, listen, all the other bad guys are dead now. Yeah. What, we got nine episodes of this chump? Yep. <laughs> Great. We, sh- we sure do. Nine episodes of just chess. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> they should just... I would just rather watch an anime at that point. Yeah, yeah. Wind of Myrtle does kind of feel like a bad Death Note knockoff. <laughs> Real they, Zabuza type situation. But then uh-huh. he would do Go. Right, uh-huh. Yeah, but I would watch that instead. Yeah. I, I don't watched, know how Go works. I would be like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I watched Hikaru to Go. Yeah, I, I read like the first couple... Um, uh, volumes of that. It was mm. like I was like subscribed to like Shonen Jump. It was really just so fucking weird. That's like, all right, it's Naruto. It's you know One Piece. Right. It's you know Dragon Ball Z that they're rerunning. Also, it's a story about a guy playing board games. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, like, but like that has like, ha ha! I put you in this fucked up. You know, oh, I know. The stakes of Yu-Gi-Oh are still that you will die. Whereas, yeah, I think Hikari no goes. No, I get where you're coming from. It's yeah, just we're you know at our local rec center playing Go, and there's a ghost here. But like, it kind, it just only kind of helps me. Uh huh. Yeah, it's not that good. It's just like mm, I don't know if I'd make that move, and I'm like, well, then what do you? Do? He's like, oh ho ho. I'm like, all right, idiot. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and then I tried. I kind of know how to play Go. The worst thing about trying to learn how to play Go is going through the rules and be like, it can actually be kind of hard to tell how many points you've earned at the end of a Go game. <laughs> like, okay, what are we doing here then? Yeah. I Clearly don't know. that's not true. People that play Go all the time know if they're winning or not. It's true. Yeah, that... Maybe I, you just have to play more Go. Yeah. I somewhat understand Go, but not yeah. enough for me to like feel like I can just like sit down and play it. Same, oh, I, same. I don't. I've never understood it. It's fine. Yeah, it's just like you're building, like, territories on the board, and it's yes. about, like, controlling the space on the board more than, like, capturing pieces. The only thing I know is I've seen people play Othello, and I assume it's like that. No, it, no. see, I also used to think like that, that, and it's almost nothing like Othello. Man, what are we doing? I don't <laughs> understand anything. You just want to play Othello, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll I play Othello I've with never... you anytime you want. It's a fun game. I've never played Othello. I just watched my sister play it. I gotcha. It's 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 easy. I'm sure it is. I just I don't know. I saw a like thing uh, for of a Othello board on Twitter, where it would like the actual spot would just flip over so that there would be a black or a white piece there. Uh huh. And I'm like, that is like I. It's cool like the mechanisms of that, but like, seems like a lot of work for you know. <laughs> Something that we had kind of already solved. Right. I'm trying to think, if you had to make, uh, like, a fucked up murderer who, you know, turned the cat and mouse game between him and the detective into, you know, a, a game of strategy, like, you know, like when we're doing with chess, what game would you use? Trouble. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who? <laughs> that also works, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about trouble, <laughs> just like... <laughs> Cooper, my papamatic bubble will soon <laughs> spell your doom. Risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cooper, if you don't kill my last guy, I'll keep this land forever. Cooper, you fool, you think you've caught me. But what you haven't considered is that I own all four railroads. <laughs> <laughs> Playing shoots and ladders. And then Cooper's like, oh shit, we gotta get to the train station. There's a body there. Oh How do my you know, God. Coop? I know. 
He's got I'm, the double R. <laughs> I made it all the way through Licorice Land. <laughs> Can you stop me? Cooper, you forgot to say Uno. <laughs> Cooper, it seems you have waked Daddy. <laughs> What's the matter, Cooper? It seems like your hippo wasn't as hungry as you thought. (laughs) I'm realizing we're just doing the same bit as, like, uh, Mads Mikkelsen in Casino Royale. Yeah. We'll just Photoshop other board games onto the casino table. But you know what? It's funny. (laughs) Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm imagining Cooper playing Operation. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it steady, Cooper. You, Cooper, I have seemed to have sunk your battleship. Ninja info cards. <laughs> Cooper, that tooth was still healthy in the alligator's mouth. <laughs> okay, Cooper, now you need to go to a different room and read whatever part we just started. <laughs> All right now, Cooper, I need you to read the details of the haunt, but don't tell me what they are. Don't tell me what the hidden information is. (laughs) Cooper, you must mask your objectives so that I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. Cooper, you think you've been hot on my trail this whole time, but you have simply been following my carefully laid plan. Look back and you'll see that you have piece by piece constructed my (laughs) mousetrap. Alright, I'm calling that. Yeah, we've done enough. Yeah. (laughs) We can do this all night long. (laughs) Uh, well, we only have one one question, so I think that that... (laughs) Okay, what do we got? Uh... (laughs) Sorry. Uh... From uh, Smoothie Tootie, if you had to get a neck tattoo or want one, what would you get? Neck tattoo. Not fucking neck tattoo. Yeah. That goes hard. Yeah, yeah. My knee-jerk answer was uh, the T-Tetris block. Okay, sure. It was like if, if it's a tiny little tattoo behind your ear like what uh, Briggs has, maybe like a whole little Tetris well, and you're about to do a T-spin into it. Oh, shit. Hmm. I think that would be really hard to explain. It'd be hard to get that much detail on a tattoo. Yeah, that'd small. be really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um. I would probably get something that's kind of generic. Uh-huh. Like, I don't really want, uh... Like, too much of, like, an involved thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and I probably would just get, like, the circuit board shit. Oh, sure. Sure. Classic. Yeah. I don't know what I would get for a neck tattoo. I have other tattoo ideas, but nothing for a neck. Hmm. Yeah, I can only think of... Like, what's the opposite of the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare tattoo? How, yes. You could yeah. get a hammer and sickle on your neck. Yeah. Uh. You shouldn't do that, probably. No. But. <laughs> you would never get a job again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see the American Nightmare tattoo, right, Luke? 
Uh, show it to me. You gotta show it to him. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, that's not a good tattoo. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, it's not. It's a pretty bad tattoo. He came out with that one day and everyone just fucking roasted him. Yeah. It's a bad tattoo. It's like a skull with wings and a crown, but like, instead, like, it's the American flag also. Yeah. yeah that's his, like, logo. Okay. He also has a bust with that on the side of it. I mean, it would look better on the side of a bust than on the side of a neck. I'll give you that much. Yeah. And when he came to WWE, they had, like, big augmented reality banners with that logo on it. And it did make it look like a white supremacist rally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely looks like some American Nazi shit. That's kind of the thing is Cody Rhodes is kind of that guy. Gotcha. I don't think he knows it. Okay. Yes. He, but is, he is kind of that guy. Yeah, he is the kind of guy that would get caught, cast as uh, American Nazi. Okay. Uh, but even though he loves to talk about his black wife. If he didn't bleach his hair, he wouldn't have this problem, I don't think. No. Mm-hmm. But he does, and it's bad. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, I hate you. I know you're listening. My favorite Carter. <laughs> What? Uh, that's the the fucking most body com- uh, comment against Cody is someone said you're my favorite mid Carter. Oh, I misunderstood what you said. Yeah, he's oh, that, yeah. the best Miss Carter in the game. Mid yeah. Carter, Miss Carter, same thing. Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Idolon. Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. I'm not on it right now, though, so I guess you can't find me there. Well, you, the free episode when this episode comes out is going to be Daft Four. So that's, you that's can Daft you Four. Are on that's I am on that one. That's the last episode I'm going to be on for two months. Yeah. As we uh, shift away, and you know, we're doing these mini series where you know different folks are taking turns uh, GMing. We got different groups of people playing. It's a good time. We got yeah. Idol on Spice coming up, which Molly's playing in. I'm on that. Yeah. I somehow was the only nice character of the magical girl group. <laughs> That's true. Everyone else is uh, pretty mean. I didn't mean for that to happen. Uh-huh. I, I didn't understand the vibes, clearly. You're nice, Spice. Yeah. <laughs> Mike really just wanted to go full asshole on this one. I don't think he meant to. Uh, I don't I don't think they meant to, but, you know. Uh-huh. Happens, I guess. Happens. Ah, well. Ashley. You can find me at your other brother underscore Twitter at Dash on Tumblr and also at Patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. You can find me at AudioEntry.com. I need Mayo.com. Uh, the second best game dot club. The Dragon Age two episode will be out eventually. Nora's sick and she edits the episodes and she didn't give me her audio instead. So I, you know, it'll be out eventually. You gotta be mm-hmm. nice to Nora. Absolutely, gotta. Um, the thing about Dragon Age two is it's just supremely boring. Uh huh. That's kind of the thing about it. It's not even like as bad as other games. It's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you can find that journal updated. Uh, the second best game dot club. Uh, and uh, you can go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little money for the hosting on the website. Appreciate that, everybody. Um, leave us a review anywhere you can and give us a really nice rating. 
otherwise, don't do it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's all I'm saying. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast.